Okay, today's daf is Ksuvis daf Ches. We are holding on daf Zayin Amid Beis. We're two lines from the bottom of daf Zayin Amid Beis at the two dots. Today we're going to talk about the Sheva Brachos. First we're going to mention that we only say Sheva Brachos if they're a part of Chadashos. And then the Gemara is going to enumerate and list all of the Sheva Brachos. So we're going to talk about the two different Brachos that relate to Yitzira. Why there are two different Brachos that relate to Yitzira. We're going to talk about different Brachos that you say. Lekavad the Simcha, uh, both within Sheva Brachos week and within 30 days of the wedding, perhaps even within a year of the wedding. We're going to talk about the bracha of Shasimcha Bimono, and which occasions uh, warrant a bracha of Shasimcha Bimono. Then the Gemara is going to talk about whether Chasanim counts toward the minion to say the uh, the brachos, and whether Avelim count toward the minion to say the birchas Avelim. Or we're going to talk about the different types of birchas Avelim that there are, the different things that a novel requires. And the Gemara is going to have some agarita about various brachos that were recited in honor of an Avel, in honor of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, in honor of Menachemei Avelim, in honor of Klal Yisrael. And then at the very end of the daf, we're going to talk about the uh, institution of 14 different cups of wine that used to be drunk in a base Avel, which was later uh, later rescinded. They stopped they stopped doing that. But we're going to talk about what those 14 cups were for and why they got rid of it. So let us begin. Two lines from the bottom of the page. Dav Zayinam base. Tan Rabbanon. Mevachim birchas chasanim ba'asara kol shiva. We say birchas chasanim with a minion throughout all of Shavar Brachos. Am Rav Yudav uhu shabau panam chadashos. That's provided that there are some panam chadashos that are there, that there are new faces that show up. Now there are a lot of issues that relate to panam chadashos. The Rambam writes panam chadashos is someone who already, uh, is someone who already heard the birchas chasanim at the chuppah or at any of the other sudos, even if he didn't actually participate in the suda, he is already ineligible to be Panam Chadashos. That's around the second paragraph of Elchus Brachos. The Rosh in Simon Yud Gimel of here says, no, even if someone already heard the Birchus Chasadim, if he was not Mishtatif in the suda, he's not considered to be Panam Chadashos. It's all about the suda. The, uh, the Rashi writes that Panam Chadashos just means Mi Shaloh HaYisham Etmo, someone who wasn't there the day before. He could have even been there two days ago, even during but most of the Rishonim assume not like Rashi, it has to be someone who wasn't there at all when it comes to Panam Chadashos. There's also a discussion in the Rishonim whether the, the Panam Chadashos, granted, even if Yehudi has to be there for the Suda, does he have to participate in the Suda? So many Rishonim write that he doesn't need to eat, even if he doesn't eat the Suda, as long as he's there, we would say Shavrach, that's what the Ramah paskins in Shulchan Aruch. Some of the Yachronim say that it seems that the Shulchan Aruch himself is Cholek on the Ramah, and that the Panam Chadashos would need to actually eat the Su'uda. The Rishonim in our Su'u also point out that even though the term is Panim Chadashos, and it sounds like a plural, uh, one person would be, would be enough. And that's how Rofa Boskim say. Panim Chadashos, Lashon Rabim, Shidum Gatz explains, because every day you need another person to come to be Panim Chadashos. So throughout seven days, you can have seven different people to be the uh, the Panim Chadashos. The, um, the, the, the other, other Achronim explain differently, that there's no other way to really, uh, to really say it, to, to talk about... Uh, um, panim is uh, a, a person has a panim, even though it's uh, it's plural. It's really we generally don't use the term pan when we talk about a uh, when we talk about a person's face. The uh, postcom also discuss if panim chadash was come the night before. Can they? You rely on them 
to say the Shav Brachos say the Seuda the next day. There's discussion in the post in Pischei quotes in Simon Samach Beis Nevenazer whether a Katan could be Panim Chadashos, whether an Isha can be Panim Chadashos, uh, whether the, there's this significant discussion in the post whether you need to be more besimcha on account of the Panim Chadashos. There's a whole host of issues. Rutos over here points out on the bottom that Shabbos can count as a Panim Chadashos. There's a discussion in the post where Shulchan Aruch writes even though uh, Lel Shabbos and Yom Shabbos Shabbos, you can say Shav Brachos without Panam Chadashos because Shabbos counts as Panam Chadashos, but by Shalashudis, you're still going to need separate Panam Chadashos. Shulchan Aruch holds our minig is not that way. We assume that by Shalashudis, we do not require that Ramah says that Achshav Nagu B'minu Seidel Levarich Zayin Brachos B'suda Gimel Ve'efshem Mishum Durgilim Lavo Panam Chadashos. So he says our minig is that we uh, say it even without Panam Chadashos because we say a drasha and the drashas Havika Panam Chadashos. The drasha itself. Itself, counts as Panam Chadashos by Shalashudis. Right? There's even that one day that's quoted in the Magen of Ramanilchas Pesach that the Drasha can count as Shalashudis. So you may not even need to eat it, Shalashudis, but certainly that it would count as Panam Chadashos. We rely on. So, what are all of these Machlokas about? So, some of the Acharim have the idea that all of these issues really relate to one basic Chakira. That it all relates to what is the, the stipler writes in Simnavav, the Archashulchan has like this in Eben Ezer Simon Samach Beis, that it all relates to how do we understand the nature of Panam is Panam Chadashos a din that when you have a Panam Chadashos they have L'chiv to be Mavarich L'chasna Kala it's L'chiv on the Panam Chadashos that anyone who's newly participating in the Simcha has L'chiv to be Mavarich L'chasna Kala or maybe no maybe Panam Chadashos is a din in L'chasna Kala that every time they feel an enhanced sense of Simcha then they have to say a Shavar Bachos then it's their L'chiv to say the Shavar Bachos so the Nafkamina of a Katan and Isha would be, would be obvious that let's say a katan, for example, if it's the chiv of the Panam Chadashos, well, there's not going to be a chiv on a katan, but if it's chiv on the chasan kala, every time they feel an enhanced level of simcha, so you understand very well that it would be, uh, that, that the katan would be, might be enough, because, um, because the katan can bring that extra level of simcha. The Ramam doesn't mention the idea that Shabbos counts as a Panam Chadashos. Tosa says Shabbos does count as a Panam Chadashos. If it's a chiv on the Panam Chadashos, you can't be mechayev Shabbos in anything. Shabbos is not a person. Uh, but if it's a chiv in an enhanced simcha, so then you can be, then then you can say that Shabbos will count as a Panam Chadashos. And you go through many of these machlokos and somehow relate back to that issue. But, but we don't have time for that right now, so let's go back in the Gemara. Amr So my mevarach, what brach do you make? Amr These are the brachos that we say. There's a big discussion in the Achronim whether you're allowed to say when you're reading it from the Gemara whether you're supposed to say it b'shem umalchus or you have to say Hashem Elokeinu. You're not allowed to say the shem umalchus. Many of the Achronim had the minag that when they uh, had had a suffix brachos. So not just this brachos. So they had a suffix about Kiddush Levana. If it was too late or not to say Kiddush Levana, they would take a Gemara out, a Gemara Sanhedrin, and they would learn the sugi of Kiddush Levana and say the bracha b'shem umalchus. Assuming like that day that you're allowed to say brachos. And I think Mishabura says not that way. I think Mishabura says when you say psukim in the Gemara, you can say b'shem umalchus. But when you say brachos in the Gemara, not say b'shem umalchus. But anyway, so my mevarich, one of the brachos, we're going to go without b'shem umalchus. Amr Vida Baruchat Hashem Elokeinu Melacholam Shakal Bar. Number one, 
before Samech the Samech Reim Ahuvim Kesamecha Yitzirchu Begaled Mikedem Brachat Hashem Mesamech Chasim Mekalz Number Five and finally Brachat Hashem Elkin Melchavas Shabaras Chasim Simcha Chasim Mekalz Gidi Lavrina Titza Chedva Ava Viach Vishalom Vireus Mehera Hashem Elkin Yishama Bar Yehuda Vuchutz Yishlaim Kol Chasim Kol Simcha Kol Chasim Kol Kala Kol Metzalus Chasanim Echupasam Una Arim Yimishtein Ginasam Brachat Hashem Mesamech Chasan Imakala That is the final of Bishav Brachas I'm not going to sing it for you. So that is a, uh, it would sound exactly the same if I did. That is uh, that that's the uh, the final of the of the Shavu Brachas. So those are the six Brachas. Now why do we call it Shavu Brachas? So there are six Brachas. Obviously we add the Bracha of Bar Priyagafen as well. We don't just have those uh, the, those six Brachas. Now the Dark Moshe writes that the Minig is Bishas Chupa. We say the Bracha of Bar Priyagafen after uh, and and then afterwards say the Shavu Brachas. Say Bar Priyagafen first and then recite. All the Shav Brachas, whereas on the other days, all the other Shav Brachas Sudas, we say the Suda and uh, we do the Suda, and then after the Suda, we say the Shav Brachas, and Bar Priyagafen is said last. The reason the Beishmuel writes in, in Ebenezer, Sim and Samach Beis, the reason for that is that by the other days, we do it after Birchasam Mazan. So if we would do the Bar Priyagafen first, everyone would associate the Bar Priyagafen only with the Birchasam Mazan. They're not going to realize that the Bar Priyagafen is associated with the Birchas Chasanim as well. So we delay the Bar Priyagafen until after the Birchus Chasanim to make sure that the Bar Priyagafen is associated with the Birchus Chasanim as well. That's why we mix the cups and we drink both because there are two kiyumim. There's a kiyum in the, in the Bar Priyagafen on the Shavabrach, on the Birchus Hamazon and the Bar Priyagafen of the Shavabrachs. But under the Chuppah, there is no Birchus Hamazon. So we could lead off with the, uh, with the Bar Priyagafen. So that's our minute, like that Ramal says, that we always have a Bar Priyagafen because whenever you're doing a Dabar Chash, whenever you're doing something significant like that, we do, uh, we do recite a Baripriyagafen, but it's just a question of the timing of the Baripriyagafen. Many people have the minag that when they uh, honor people to say brachas under the chuppah, so many people have the minag that they don't honor they, they, they don't honor someone separately just for the Baripriyagafen because it's not one of the brachas mentioned in the Gemara so how great of an honor is it already? It's a bracha that you could say at any time at home, whereas others would say, no, it's still an honor because you get to say it in front of a whole room of people and they're singling you out, so that's still the honor it's not about that, that you get to say a brand new bracha that you don't normally get to say. Levi Ikla Lebe Rebbe Biluli Rabshimbure. Levi went to the wedding of Rabbi Shimon, uh, the son of Rebbe, uh, to, to, his, to his wedding. Brichamish, and he only made five brachos. Ravasi Ikla Lebe Ravashi Biluli Demarbure, Brichshis. Ravasi went to Be Ravashi at his son's wedding, and he said six brachos. Salema Bakamifli, what are they arguing about whether you say five brachos or six brachos? Demar Savrachadi Yitziravai. One opinion holds that it was one. There was only one yitzira, and the other one holds that there was two yitziras. Meaning, when God created man, did God create man and woman separately? Two yitziras, God create man and then take the bone from man and make a separate bria of woman, or did God create man and woman as like Siamese twins and then He separated them? But it was only one yitzira of man and woman. So says So that must be the machlokas whether there should be two separate brachos of yitzira. Says Marlo, Everyone agrees there was only one Yitzira. The question is, do we follow the original Machshava of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, or do we follow what HaKadosh Baruch Hu actually did? asked the following stira. It says that God created man and it says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created Zachar and Keva together. So which is it? Does Hashem create Adam and 
b'tzalmo, and then later chava, or is it zachur and keva that they were created together? Hakeitzad b'tchila all the machshav libaruch shnayim ulubesof nivraechad. Initially, Hakadosh Baruch wanted to create two separate entities, two separate people, but then ultimately he decided to only create one. So the Rashba writes chalila milafarish that Hakadosh Baruch changed his mind that there was some sort of thought process where Hakadosh Baruch thought one thing was better and then decided something else was better. Those, that, those are things that human beings do. Human beings change their mind and realize that we were mistaken about something. Kodesh Baruch was never mistaken about anything. Chalila l'shem yisparach ke'ele, says the Rashba. Can't be that that's what it means, that Kodesh Baruch, uh, that, that Baruch Hu's thought process changed based on some mistaken thought process. Rather, says the Rashba, is, says the, Rashba the Torah is coming ozen. The Torah is trying to explain to us the Chachma of the Bria, that if it only would have said that, uh, that in the cave was created from Adam, Adam would not realize the Godel Chachmas Habria, just how, how important this was in, into the Bria, into the psychology of a marriage. So the Torah says, Kaviyachla HaKadosh Baruch Hu thought about if it's better to create two separate entities, and then he decided to create one, just to draw our attention to the idea that it's really important that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created us as one. Not that he changed his mind, he wanted to create us as two, but that it's really important that Hashem created us as one, and that's something we need to pay attention to. Why is it so important that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created us as one? What's the Chachma, says the Rashba? It's twofold. First of all, we are not Shtei Brios Nefrados Beli Kesher Yalidu Zemizeh. We are not unrelated to each other. We are very much connected to each other and in the Keva is therefore an Ezer Kenegdo. In the Keva is considered in, in the Bria something that's part of the Bria of the, of the person, of, of man, and therefore the, the Zachar and the Nekeva have to work in partnership with, with each other, um, and they have to we each find their roles that, that benefit the other one. And sen, second, says the Rashba, the Isha Shabi Ke'echad Me'evarav, that just like a person has a profound uh, uh, inclination towards self-preservation, that we're always looking to do what's good for us, that's going to be the sense that one has with one's spouse, that she's that he's going to want what's best for her and she's going to want what's best for him as if it were about themselves. Now that's the, uh, the picture that the uh, Gemara is painting for us, that the Torah really painted for us to let us know about the, the, the Bria, uh, not, not that HaKadosh Baruch Hu changed his mind, but to let us know how important it is that we view it as a single Bria. Ravashi Ravashi went to Rav Kana, on the first day they said, well, so the first thing they said all the Shavu Brachos, after that if there were Panam Chadashos, they would say all the Shavu Brachos otherwise, uh, if there weren't Panam Chadashos, they would just say the Bracha of Shasimcha B'mono and, uh, and Asher Bara, so the Ramban writes Shasimcha B'mono is not one of the Birchus Chasanim, and therefore Shasimcha B'mono does not require a minion you could say it uh, just like you would with the rest of, with the rest of Zimun, and he points it out from the fact that it says previously when we're talking about when they were saying Shavarbrachas how many Shavarbrachas to say five aside from Bar Piyagafen six aside from Bar Piyagafen well what about Shasim Chumona that wasn't on the list of the Brachas that we listed on the top of this Amud so says Ramban because it's not one of the Birchas Chasanim and therefore it does not require a minion the Ran uh, rejects the Raya and he says that it could be that at the Chuppah when they didn't yet make the Suda they were Brich Chamesh Brich Shis that's what it was talking about when we were talking about the five or the six but Erechinami when they finally held the Suda, there's an additional bracha of Shasim Chabimono. And furthermore, Shasim 
mono is not a bracha on its own. It's an addition to the bracha of Berch Samozen. Shasumchum mono is not a separate bracha to Hashem. It's an additional nusach that's added into the zimun by Berch Samozen. So we wouldn't count it as a separate bracha anyway, because it's not a separate bracha. But anyway, la halacha, the ran is, is maskim to the ramban, that we say Shasumchum mono even when there's no minion. And that's how old we should have said in the sugya. The Taz quotes from the Maral Prague that we were, were knowing that even though Shasumchumonos, that even Shasumchumonos is only said with a minion because uh, Sof Sof it's Mibirchas Anisuin and it says Bimakelos Birchu. So even though most of the Rishonim, the overwhelming majority of the Rishonim say that you could say Shasumchumonos without a minion, the Taz quotes the Maral that, uh, that Maral holds that you do need a minion for Shasumchumonos. Bimono. Mishiva, we have Shosham back in the world, Mishiva, Shosham from day 7 until day 30, whether they declare that su'uda to be in celebration of the wedding or whether they don't declare that su'uda to be in celebration of the wedding, we still say the bracha of Shasimcha Mono. Mikan Ve'elach, but after day 30, Yamar Lumach Mesilul Mivarak Shasimcha Mono, Vilolo. That if they say that they're celebrating the wedding, then you still make Shasimcha Mono, otherwise you wouldn't say Shasimcha Mono. How long could they still be celebrating the wedding? Meaning after day 30, until what's, when does that end? When do you, do you say, okay, it's no longer Shasimcha Mono that we're going to say anymore? Amra Papa Mishmed Rava, Adresayach Shasa. That lasts for one year. That the Shana Rishona, they're still considered a and Kala still considered newlyweds to a certain degree. After the one year, they're not considered newlyweds anymore. How early on can you say Shasim Kumono? Can it be, does it have to be after Nisuin? Can it be sometime before? So says the Gemara, uh, as soon as they prepare the beer for the wedding, so then you know that they're serious once they uh, prepare the beer, that they're not going to back out. Rav Papa was involved in preparing the wedding of his son Marin, they made a brachas already from Shas Erisin from the time of Erisin, which was a year earlier. Says Marshain Rav Papa Davitriachle. Rav Papa was uh, different because you knew that it was taken care of. If uh, I mean, you knew they weren't going to back out and it was going to happen if Rav Papa was taking care of the wedding. Ravina Yasakle, the brave day of Chaviva. Ravina was uh, was was involved uh, by the, by a wedding of of brave day of Chaviva. Ubrich Mishas Erisin, and he made the bracha right from Shas Erisin. Amar Kimli B'Kavai Lo he said, I'm certain that they're not going to back out. That's why I'm confident making the bracha so early on, because they're definitely going to hold this wedding. And uh, it didn't work out. They backed out. Rav Tachliva Bar Marava went to Bavel and they made six long brachos. We don't pass like that. Some of the brachos are brachos kitzaros, some of them are long brachos. Rav Chaviva went to a, to a brismila, and and he made the bracha of Shasim Chumono, but we don't pass him like that. Because saying the bracha at a uh, bris is considered not to be appropriate since there's tsar for the baby, and people are distraught by the tsar for the baby, so we don't make a Shasim Chumono. That's the question is that a halacha, that there needs to be tsar for the baby? There are madrashim like that, that the tsar is uh, kapara for something, or that's the, the ikar schar of the mila is the tsar. Some of the achronim, some of the poskim don't like the idea of using anesthesia 
for uh, for Brismi leaving the topical anesthesia because they hold that the tsar is part of the uh, part of the kiyum of the of the mila. Uh, they say no, that's a mitzias. The Gemara was describing that there's tsar liyanuka. That's why you don't say shesam chumbono, and there will be tsar liyanuka anyway, even if you use anesthesia. He doesn't like that there are people uh, undoing his diaper and and being held down. It's a, it's not an enjoyable event for the for the baby, no matter what, even if it's not the tsar of the uh, of the actual uh, of the actual mila. The Ritva writes that there are those that learn from here that what does it say? Why don't we say it's Shasim Kumono by Brismila? Because there's Tsar for the baby. Oh, but you know when there's not Tsar? By Pidina Ben, it's very enjoyable. He has all this jewelry around him and he's uh, everyone's making a big deal out of him and there's no no surgery that's being performed on him. So it's a very enjoyable event for everybody. Everyone loves uh, Pidina Ben and therefore the Ritva writes that some learn from here that you should say Shasim Kumono at the Birch Samazon by a uh, by a Pidina Ben. And uh, because none of the reason the reason of tzar dinuka doesn't apply, but the Ritva says no, no. The hava mina is only by bris mila because by bris mila the pasuk in Tilim says sasa nochi alim rasecha kamosei shalur rav. The gemara in Shabbos darshins that that relates to bris mila. But by pidin aben we never find a lashon of simcha, so it's not even a hava mina to say shasim chumono. Tosa Rush quotes from Rabbeinu Tuvia another reason that since even if the tinok were to die after thirty days, you would still need to do a pidin Ben, it's not always a simcha when you're doing a pidyon ben. That's a very could be a very sad event if the baby is no longer alive and they're doing a pidyon ben. Whereas a brismila is only when the baby is alive, so there's more simcha. Now our minute because we give a brismila after the baby dies also. But uh, the the, uh, the 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 halacha is that the brismila is only when the baby is alive, so it's always a, uh, a simcha as opposed to the pidyon ben, which is not always a simcha. The Ramah writes in the name of the Abu Dram that we don't say shasimcha mono by sudas pidyon ben. The Yamshel Shlomo says that. We should say Shasim Kumono, and he says because of that, uh, by, we should also say by Asiyu Maseches. Marshal is one that talks more than any of the other Achronim and Rishonim about Asiyu Maseches being a Simcha in Marshal, the Yamshel Shlomo in Babakama. So he says, what, what could be a greater Simcha of Nechorosh Barchu than Siyuma Shel Torah? So Asiyu Maseches, we should say Shasim Kumono in the uh, in the benching. Ain Nechorosh Barchu al Dal Rama and he says he wants Paskin that way Halachal Amaisa, but then something happened and the whole Simcha fell apart and there was some sort of terrible uh, result and uh, when they heard about it, everyone blamed him because he went against the Masorah and no one ever heard of saying Shasim Mono by, uh, by Yisim Asachas or by Epidina Ben and everyone said it was his fault and therefore maybe it was a simon min that you're not supposed to do these things. But he said in Lundus who would make sense that you should, but it seems that HaKadosh Baruch Paskind uh, not that way that you shouldn't. The Aruch HaShulchan writes very, very simply, the Aruch HaShulchan has an idea that what, what's Shasim Mono? I mean, Simcha's down here saying it's like a, the simcha is with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Isn't the simcha here when we're celebrating a, wi- a wedding? So the Aruch Hashulchan says no. Shasimcha Mono means that with the the ultimate simcha, as, as happy as a wedding is, the necessity of wedding is only because people die. If people didn't die, then we wouldn't need to regenerate all the time. We wouldn't need to have puravu. We wouldn't need to have to keep having children. So it's only because people die. So there's a little bit taken away from the simcha. So you only make Shasimcha Mono when there's a great level of simcha, but there's something that takes away from the simcha. He says, see you, Masechta, what takes away from the Simcha? It's the greatest Simcha in the world. There's nothing that robs us at all from any of the Simcha. So maybe that's why the minute is not to say Simcha Mono by Yassim Masechta. Okay, right to the Gemara. Amr of Nachman, Amr Rav. Chassanim in a minion, vein avelim in a minion. The Chassanim count toward the minion for the Birchus Chassanim, but the Avelim don't count toward the minion for the Birchus Avelim. 
What do you mean chasanim? How many chasanim are there? The Ritva writes, you cannot learn from this Gemara that you're allowed to say one bracha for shnei chasanim that are that will happen to be together. That if you want to hold a wedding together, save some money, save some money. Says so, no, you don't say one bracha in marvin simcha b'simcha. Chasanim means if there are many many chasanim, many weddings, one right after the other. Shulchan Aruch paskins based on the Torah in the name of the Rush that you are allowed to say one bracha for shnei chasanim that are in, that are in one house. And the Ramakos of Ados Maimin is that we. We don't do that because of Ayin Hara, that it's considered Ayin Hara to do it together. But it, Meikra Adin, it would have been uh, would would have been Mutter. Um, so uh, so that's the question. Whether you can be Medayik from that word Chasanim in the plural. Meisvei, but ask the Gemara. Wait a second. How could you say Chasanim and Aminin ve'Avelim and Aminin? Didn't we learn in Brayso Chasanim ve'Avelim and Aminin against Rav that both the Chasanim and the Avelim count toward the Minyan? And the Gemara must Nisa Kramas Aleid Rav. You're asking a stira between Rav and a Brayso. Rav Tanu who. Rav Zatanna, he has every right to argue on the Brisa. Then the Gemara says, not only was this Brisa a problem for Rav, it was also a problem for Rabbi Yochanan. Itmaram, Rabbi Yitzchakam, Rabbi Yochanan, Chasanim in a minion, Vein Avelim in a minion. Rabbi Yochanan said the same thing, that Chasanim counted the minion, not Avelim. So, Mesve Chasanim, Ve Avelim in a minion. So, again, the Gemara asks from the same Brisa that it says Chasanim and Avelim counted the minion. And so, Gemara, Kitanya he, Bibirch Samazon, Kikam Rabbi Yochanan, Beshura. No, when does the Brisa say that Chasanim and Avelim counted the minion? Counter the minion in Berchamazon. Rabbi Yochum is saying that Avelim don't counter the minion in Shura. Shura is at the end of the funeral. They line up and the, the whole community lines up. The Avelim walk through the line and everyone says, Together are Makuminachim. That is the Tsibur doing Nichum Avelim for the Avel. So you need the Tsibur being Menachim. In order to have a Tsibur being Menachim, you need a minion of Menachemin. That's in the Shura. The Avelim aren't going to counter the minion because it's, uh, the Avel's not doing the mitzvah of Nichum Avelim. He's receiving the Nechama. It's the Tzibur <coughs> that's doing the mitzvah of Nechama Avelim. We have like that in a number of mitzvahs, where there's a mitzvah that has two modes. There's the Chavas HaYachid and the Chavas HaTzibur. Each and every individual goes during Shiva and is Menachem in the Avel. That's each individual doing his Chavas HaYachid of Nechama Avelim. But there's also a Chavas HaTzibur of Nechama Avelim, where the community together, represented by that minion, does Nechama Avelim. We have such a din by Tzedakah, that each and every individual is supposed to give Tzedakah. But yet the Rabbin Paskins, that in every city, every Jewish community, you have to set up a kup- I'll give my tzedakah. What do I have to set up a communal kupa shel tzedakah? That's a chavasat sibur to see that you have those that, that communal obligation being fulfilled. That this community does tzedakah, not just each and every individual having an obligation. We have certain mitzvahs like that. That it's chavasat by Talmud Torah. Every person has to, every parent has to make sure the child learns Torah, has to teach her child Torah. But there's also an obligation. The Gemara says set up Malam Tinokas to set up teachers of Torah. What do you mean? If I don't have any kids to teach, I don't have any sons to teach Torah, why do I have to set up? No, that's a Chiv on the Tzibur to set up Malam Tinokas. That's a Chavos HaYachid versus a Chavos HaTzibur. Now it's interesting, the Gemara has the same Kasha on Rabbi Yochan that it asked on Rav. Rav and Rabbi Yochan were contemporaries, and the Gemara said by Rav it's not a Kasha because Rav's a Tana. So Rav's allowed to argue. By Rabbi Yochan it's a Kasha, because we have to give a Tarot. So Tosos asked, why don't we just say Rabbi Yochan and Tana Upalik? So it says Tosos, Yeshla because if he was a Tana, we would have given the same answer. I, why don't we say, uh, why, do, why doesn't Rabbi Yochanan say, I hold like Rav and Rav is a Tana, meaning if you have Rav against the Brisa, 
couldn't Rabbi Yochanan just latch on to Rav and Rav is a Tana and a lot like Rav? So he says, yeah, Rav held that Rav was a Tana. So Rav would argue on a Brisa. Rabbi Yochanan didn't hold that Rav was a Tana. So Rabbi Yochanan wasn't going to say that I, that I hold like, like Rav. But that also points out, it's important to note though, that there was a Rabbi Yochanan who was a Tana. Not the famous Rabbi Yochanan you have in all the Shas, but he comes up every once in a long while, I think only once, in Nazir, in Dafsamachai, where there is this Rabbi Yochanan who is a Tana. But typically speaking, Rabbi Yochanan throughout Shas, is not a Tana. The Ritva writes that even though Rav is a Tana, nevertheless, when you have a Machlokas, Rav and Rabbi Yochanan, Halacha ke Rabbi Yochanan, because Rabbi Yochanan was Chachim Tfei Mi Rav, says the Ritva. He was a greater Chachim, even though Rav was a Tana. It's just Lois Tayeya Milsalach Shivo Katana. For some reason, they, they were never Machshiv him like a Tana, even though he was even greater than Rav, who was a, uh, was a Tana. The Shach writes in Simon Reishman Beis in Yeridea that Rav was actually greater than Rabbi Yochanan. And the Shach says, that because Rav, and part of, it, part of the Raya is because Rav was a Tana, Rabbi Yochanan was not. He says, but still we pass like Rabbi Yochanan. Even though uh, Rav, Rabbi Yochanan, loved Rabbi Yochanan, but Rav was greater than Rabbi Yochanan because Rav was a Tana. And says the Shach, you see from there, there's no such Klal and Psak that you pass like the greater Tamachacham. That's not a Klal and Psak. If you have, uh, if you have two Gedolei Hara'ah and one of them is greater than the other, you don't always necessarily paskin like the greater of the Gedolei Hara'ah. Rav Meisha writes in the Tshuva that we do find Rav Tana Upalag a few times in Shas, but it's always against a Brisa. Even Rav wouldn't argue on a Mishnah. Rav would only argue on a Brisa. So Moshe noticed, and he writes, he writes in a tshuva like that. Okay, so Vaitu the Gemara. So we said, so when does Rabbi Yochanan say? That the Avelim uh, don't count toward the minion. Toward the minion, that's Beshura. Well, Hadar Rav Yitzchak Amar Rav Yochanan Barchem Berchus Chasanim Basara VeChasanim in a minion Rav Yitzchak Avelim Basara Vein Avelim in a minion. Where we say that we're making some sort of Birchas Avelim, and the Avelim don't count toward the minion. Bracha Beshura Miika. What sort of bracha do you say Beshura? It's just Hamachim Minachim. There's no bracha in the Shura. So how could Rav Yochanan be talking about when he says Vein Avelim in a minion only about the Shura? Then what's the bracha we're talking about? El Kikam Rav no, when we talk about the bracha and ain't available in a minion, we're talking about berachava. At the Sudas Havra, the Sudas Havra is the community's, it's part of the community's nichm avelim, is to provide the su'udu rishona for the, uh, the avel. So that, by the Birch Samazon, the avel doesn't count toward the minion. For uh, for the for the But we said, wait a second. It's not just a bracha. It's not just that this minion by avelus is something that you say a bracha by, but it's apparently a bracha that said for seven full days. If it's about birchus rochava, the suddas avra is only the first day. It's only the first meal. So what are we talking about for all seven days? So you would have by Rabbi was the Mikra teacher, the Chumash teacher of Reish Lakish's son. Some say he was the Mishnah teacher of Reish Lakish's son. And he lost a child. The first day they didn't come to him. The next day they enlisted the help of a Maturgaman who was very good at saying the right things at the right times. And they said to him, say something appropriate for the loss of a child. So he said the following, that Hashem saw, and he was angry based on the, uh, the, the, the uh, and he was angry from the sons and the daughters. What does that mean? When you have a generation, 
that uh, that gets Hakadosh Baruch Hu agitated, Hakadosh Baruch Hu takes it out on their children. Umesim Kshem Ketanim, and the children end up dying uh, when they're young. So that's what he said about the loss of this child. That it's because the, it has nothing to do with the child. The child did nothing wrong. It's the generation's problem. The generation had done something wrong. I, but it says in the Torah, Uvanam Loyimsu Al Avos Ish Yumasu, that a person only dies from his own sin. Uh, children don't die for the sins of the parents. That's what the Gemara Darshans and Sanhedrin Dafchavzayin. So nevertheless, the, uh, the, the Medrash tells us that that's only by Banam Gedolim. But Banam Ketanim will die Ba'avon Aviyam, and that's Ish Becheto. Ish is Becheto Yimasu. But if it's a Katan, so it's even Shalom Becheto. That's what the Raman writes in Uchlis Shuvah in the sixth parak. Yesh Chet Shadin Nosin Shinefraim Al Cheto Bol Mazeh Begufo Obimono says sometimes a person doesn't have era that it will affect his guf, it will affect his money, or it will affect his young children. Because banu katanim, they're not higil das, not higil mitzvos, are kikinyano, they're considered the kinyan of the parent, and ish becheto yimaso is ad sheyasu ish, once he's an ish, but prior to that, that it, it, it could happen. That's how the Levush explains the bracha, shepatrani ma'uncho shalzeh, at a bar mitzvah, that the uh, Magan Avram writes that the reason we say this bracha is because until the child reaches bar mitzvah, the father would get punished when his son uh, does an avera because he wasn't he wasn't mechanic the child properly. Mikanu laba, the father doesn't get uh, doesn't get punished, and therefore he makes a bracha shepatrani ma'uncho shalzeh. The Levush says no, it's the opposite. Until now, the son is getting punished by avon ha'av that shepatrani ma'uncho shalzeh. That, that I don't have to have in my head that he's getting punished on account of me that the father's saying that the son shouldn't get punished on account of the father now it's, it's no longer on the father's head so whatever punishment the son gets he's going to earn now it's not going to be on account of the father some say that it wasn't a young child who was a bachar and this is what he said to him and uh, that no matter what Hashem's anger is, has not subsided, his hand is still outstretched. What does it mean his hand is still outstretched? Everyone is aware what's going to happen the night of the wedding when a chas and kala get married. But someone who has nivel ped, nivel ped doesn't mean whatever the six, seven, or probably by now two words you're not allowed to say on television. Nivel ped means that a person speaks about inappropriate matters. They speak about uh, matters of uh, so you could know things but you don't have to speak about these things even if such a person has a gzardin for 70 good years it's going to turn to, uh, to bad years what's the double the Taz writes in that sometimes a person is below kavana just comes out so the Gemara says is motzi bekavana Menavalis piv is it happens, and then he's motzi on purpose. Motzi davenavalim piv. The Afla says differently. The the Afla says that when a person thinks too much about these things, it's likely to slip out. Hamenavalis piv is on the thinking. Motzi davenavalim piv is when it actually comes out. That yeah, hakol. There's a difference between yodeya and being maharher. Hakol yodin You can know something, but don't obsess over it. That shouldn't be something in someone's uh, so, someone's passion to always be thinking about that and talking about that, that's, that's going to be nepachalav l'ra'ah. Just because something is true and something maybe 
important, it doesn't mean that that should be the primary topic of some people that like that's all they want to talk about. So that's that's a, even though they may be talking about important issues, but if that's all you talk about, something's wrong. So also Mechume Suri Kometsarles says more of a wait a second. He's coming to give a nechama, and he's what does he say to the parents? It's your fault. That's not a nechama. That sounds like a great sar. He's not saying it's your fault. He's saying it's your generation's fault, and you're chashav enough that Hakadosh Baruch is taking out in your family to to, uh, to to give a kapara for the whole generation. So then he said, say something. Say something about the Avelim. So he said as follows. You guys who are suffering in this Avelim, contemplate this. This is something that's, that's eternal. It's been there from, this, from the six days of creation. Rabim Shasu, Rabim Yishtu. Many people have suffered Avelim. Many more will. And the way it was is the way it, it still is. Meaning what, what you experience is not the, the, the it's part of the way the world runs, but people have gotten past this and people have been able to continue to live productive lives and to do good things, then HaKadosh Baruch should give you the Nechama to be able to move on. It's okay to say Rabim Shasu, that many people have suffered from this, but to say Rabim Yishtu is inappropriate. It's okay to say many people have drunk from the cup of Avelis, but you shouldn't say that there will be more. A person is not supposed to be You're not supposed to say something that will cause the Satan to pounce and say, you see, I could bring about some more bad now. What's the Pasuk that teaches us this lesson? And what did Hashem tell the Navi? Once you say, you admit, we're like Saddam, so then you'll be treated like Saddam. So, uh, so it's a, that's Bris Krusalus Vasayim. The Gemara says it in, uh, in different Lashem. Bris Krusalus Vasayim in the third program of Katan talks about it. One of the Amoraim said to the other Amara when he was sitting Shiva, if this, he was sitting Shiva and he wasn't cutting his fingernails. So he said, why don't you cut your fingernails? There's no Allah, you're not allowed to cut your fingernails. He said, if it was your child that died, you, would cut, you wouldn't cut your fingernails either. You wouldn't be Mizalzel in the Avelis. And sure enough, the other one's uh, child died, and he uh, didn't even want to look at him because he blamed him for Bris Krusalus Vasayim, that he blamed him for, for the loss of his child. He says, now say something about the Menachemim. That the Menachem are doing great chesed, like Avram Avinu. should pay them back for the great chesed. Now say something about you should answer our tefillos before we even uh, before we even say them to save us from all sorts of tragedies. Amar 
Three before eating in order to open up, uh, to, to get a person to open up the appetite. Three during the meal. In order to let the food settle. And four after the meal, by, for the four brachas of Berch Samazon. So those were ten cups of wine. Then Arba, they added another four cups of wine in the base of Avel. Fourteen cups of wine, that could get even someone who has a high tolerance pretty drunk. So everyone was getting drunk in the base of Avel. I said, maybe we should go back to the old minigam. What that means. The old minigam of ten, or the old minigam of not having wine, and not having so much wine. In base of the Rambam, right, shouldn't have more than ten, but really you should only drink ma'at yayin, because the person shouldn't get drunk in the base of Avel. My Rambam, why did they have a cup of wine from Gamliel? Because he did a very great thing. It used to be that the expenses of a funeral were more challenging for the family to deal with than the actual death. And they would just leave town when someone would die because they couldn't deal with the expenses. Until Ram Gamliel said, when I die, Ram Gamliel said, I want to make sure that my, my funeral is most understated, cheap, uh, low-cost funeral. Everyone followed suit and did the same thing. Nowadays, we use even a, a beggar that's worth only a dinar. It's worth almost nothing for the tachrichen. We don't do anything fancy or expensive uh, when we do a funeral. Okay, that's shall pick up the two dots tomorrow.